going to learn about some famous Shakespearean plays and some of the famous characters in those plays. The first play we're going to talk about is All's Well That Ends Well, and that's where the woman finally wins the love of her husband. Bertram and Helena are the main characters, and it takes place in France and Italy. As You Like It is the story of Rosalind and her family who live in Arden Forest, and the famous line, All the World's a Stage, comes from that play as well. The line goes, All the world's a stage, and all the men and women merely players. And it describes the seven ages of man from infancy to old age, and showing how each age, each age plays its role as people go through their lives. Next we have Antony and Cleopatra, which, as you can guess, is about the tragic love story of the famous Egyptian queen. And then the comedy of errors uh, is a story of two twins who are searching for each other. And then we have Hamlet. Hamlet is probably one of Shakespeare's most famous plays. And you have Hamlet, who is the prince of Denmark. And um, he is seeking, seeking revenge for his father's death. And his father was murdered. Um, some other famous characters in Hamlet are Polonius, Yorick, and Ophelia. Ophelia is his love interest, and she eventually ends up killing herself because Hamlet will not return um, her feelings for him. Uh, Yorick is the uh, skull that Hamlet is talking to when he is saying his famous line, to be or not to be. And Polonius is um, his uh, friend of his father's, and who um, says the famous line, to thine own self be true. All right, uh, Shakespeare did a lot of historical plays about the kings of England. Um, that includes Henry the Fourth, Henry the Fifth, Henry the Sixth, and Henry the Eighth. Now, what happened to Henry the Seventh? I don't know. You'll have to listen to a different podcast for that one. All right, Julius Caesar. That's another famous play. Obviously, it's about Julius Caesar, um, who was assassinated by Brutus. And the famous line, et tu, Brute, means, and you, Brutus. And it... Um, just portray, portrays uh, Julius Caesar. And his disappointment in his friends for partaking in his murder. King Lear is another very famous play by William Shakespeare, and it is about a king, obviously King Lear, and his three daughters, Goneril, Regan, and Cordelia. Love's Labor's Lost is about a king who tries to avoid women, but eventually succumbs, as most kings do. Macbeth is another very famous play by Shakespeare. Um, you've got Macbeth and Lady Macbeth, his wife, who utters the very famous line, out damned spot. She has persuaded her husband to commit murder, and she feels very guilty about this, and she has a dream, and her hand is stained with the blood of their victim, who is the king. So, guilty, guilty lady there. All right, uh, Measure for Measure is another famous one. It's a satire on judgment because a deputy tries to enforce a law on fornication. And if you don't know what fornication is, look it up. The Merchant of Venice... Uh, the money lender demands a pound of flesh, and it is the one that is acted the most. And you have Shylock and Portia, who are famous characters in that. The Merry Wives of Windsor, man foiled trying to dupe women out of money, 
you have shallow and Falstaff, and that's a very famous, uh, very two very famous characters. The thing with Falstaff is that he was uh, fat and very self-indulgent, but he was appealing, and a lot of people really liked him, and he appears in several of Shakespeare's history plays, which are the ones about the kings. Anyone resembling Falstaff is also known as a Falstaffian. Midsummer Night's Dream is a famous play, and you have... Uh, one wedding, which ends up in three weddings, and it takes place in the forest, and it has all these different characters, Puck, Oberon, and um, the famous line, the path of true love ne'er did run smooth. There's a lot of deception and sort of switching back and forth and characters dressing like men, female characters dressing like men, that sort of thing. Uh, so there's a lot of uh, deception in that, but it's good-natured and fun. Much Ado About Nothing is two couples and their tales of marriage. Othello is another play. Jealousy results in the vengeful plot against Othello, um, who marries Desdemona. And Iago is the villain. And if you'll remember, I think in Aladdin, the evil parrot, I think, was Iago. Am I correct? I don't know. Next we have Richard III which is obviously about King Richard, who will do anything, even kill, to become king. Romeo and Juliet, obviously, you know, it's about the tale of two doomed lovers. And some famous lines from Romeo and Juliet include, Parting is such sweet sorrow, um, because Julio, Juliet is very sad to leave. Poor Romeo. Next, we have The Taming of the Shrew. Uh, it tells of sisters and their matrimonies. And if you've ever seen the movie Ten Things I Hate About You, it's based on Taming of the Shrew. And the two sisters are Kate and Bianca. And it's set in Italy. Then we have The Tempest, which is about a magician and do uh, his daughter who endure hardships but rule the I an island. And you have Prospero, Miranda, and Caliban. Then you have Twelfth Night, which was his last comedy. Shipwrecked twins think each other is dead. And Two Gentlemen of Verona. Friends are rivals over a woman's love. You have Valentine and Proteus. Alright, I'm going to take a little break and then we're going to move into some more famous lines from Shakespearean plays. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed your break. What this will be is just a list of different Shakespearean quotes that are famous in the place that they're from and kind of a little bit about what they mean. They're in no particular order except for alphabetical of the, with the first word. All right, we'll start off with double, double, toil and trouble, fire burn and cauldron bubble. That's from Macbeth, and it is a witch's chant. We have etu brute, which is from Julius Caesar. Every inch a king from King Lear. And it is spoken ironically by King Lear to the Earl of Gloucester about himself. Fear not till Burnham Wood do come to Dunnesnane. And that is from Macbeth, and it is a prophecy made by witches to Macbeth. And then you have a very famous line, Frailty, thy name is woman. And guess who says that? Hamlet. And who's it about? Ophelia. Then we have, Friends, Romans, countrymen, lend me your ears from Julius Caesar, talking to, um, and that's uh, 
Marcus Aurelius talking at Caesar's funeral when he wants everyone to listen to him. Get thee to a nunnery is from Hamlet, and that's his advice to Ophelia. So basically, he's casting her off. Then we have from King Lear, How sharper than a serpent's tooth it is to have a thankless child. And if you, didn't, if you don't have kids, you probably don't understand what that means, but it's talking about his daughter's betrayal and how it hurts him. We have, I am a Jew, hath not a Jew's eyes, hath not a Jew hands, organs, dimensions, senses, affections, and passions. That's from the Merchant of Venice, spoken by Shylock, the moneylender, indicating that he is a human being. From Twelfth Night, we have, If music be the food of love, play on. Lay on, Macduff, is from Macbeth, spoken as Macbeth begins a fight with Macduff. Lord, what fools these mortals be, is from A Midsummer Night's Dream, and it refers to the foolishness of people coming into Puck's forest. From King Lear, we have more sinned against than sinning, and neither a borrower nor a lender be, from Hamlet. From a more obscure play, King Henry V, once more unto the breach, dear friends, and that is Henry encouraging his troops to attack the breach in the wall of the city. From Othello, one that lo loved not wisely but too well, was spoken by Othello after killing his wife. Macbeth, out damned spot, spoken by Lady Macbeth. And that brings an end to our Shakespearean podcast. I hope that you have enjoyed this, and I encourage you to check out a book that we have here in the library called Reduced Shakespeare, and it gives you a little more in-depth look at all the different plays of Shakespeare, famous characters and summaries, and it goes more in-depth than I can go on the podcast, but I think you will find it very useful and a very quick read. It's not... Um, very long at all. So I think you will enjoy that. So anyway, thanks for sitting with me through 10 minutes of wonderful Shakespeare.